Murray, are you ready? All right, welcome to Meet Your Monsters. If for Christmas this year you ask Santa to help you hide a body, this is the podcast for you. My name is Abram Macon. These are my friends. Kathleen. Matt and Colby. How are you guys doing? Good. Our okay. first podcast of December of the year 2016. Mm. It's almost over. Yeah. Yes. Will it get better? <laughs> it's got to. I mean, this year has been wretched for most people. Yeah. I'm trying to think great. of, yeah, I don't know anybody that's been having a good year so far. I feel like it hasn't been bad for me. Oh, fuck yeah. you, Abe. I can't, I can't complain. I don't know what here. Um, it's been, I mean, obviously, like, you know, it's been a, a bummer. All the celebrities died, and the election didn't go my way or anybody's <laughs> way, really. Yeah. There's been some but, hard times for people, but I feel like it's going to get worse before it gets better. Thanks, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah. You're giving us a lot to look forward to. Well, it's a podcast about monsters. So <laughs> I want to kick you the real juice, right? <laughs> uh, anybody up to anything exciting? It's kind of a... I'm done with conventions for the years. Nothing really exciting going on. Yeah, yeah, things kind of winding down. Yeah. We got to go see John Waters in a week. No, what? this Wednesday and this next Wednesday. Yeah, next Wednesday we see John Waters. After that is Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. And, and then that, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. Where's John Waters? He'll be Boulder. here in town. Oh, it's in Boulder? I thought it was here in town. No. What's he doing? That just hanging Boulder. out? He's just doing like a, I don't know, talking. <laughs> Whatever he does, yeah. we'll be paid yeah. to see. <laughs> Christmas themed. Uh, he's he's a, a director mm-hmm. that made like Pink Flamingo and Pecker. And, if you saw him, you'd probably recognize uh, him. Cecil oh. B. Demented. Remember that big transvestite, Divine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was like friends with... He did all her movies. Her. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He did Cry Baby. Oh, okay. Did, uh, I've you know, seen Cry Real Baby. thin mustache guy. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's John Waters. Oh. Yeah. I don't find your picture. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I saw a lot of movies lately. I've kind of been disappointed, though. Yeah? I saw that Kubo and the Two Strings. It was just oh, okay. Was really? I see that one. Dory was not okay. Finding Dory. Really? Not okay? Yeah. I mean, it was fine. Did you see Fantastic Beasts? I did. That what, was pretty good. How was it going? Was there good. was a... I don't know. J.K. Rowling wrote a lot of plot holes into that movie. But will they be stitched up in the five sequels to come or whatever? Why didn't they apparate to America? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he have to go on a ship? Dang, J.K. Rowling was this podcast. Go, Fuck! <laughs> And if not apparate, then a port key. I sincerely never thought of that. It's a good point. Yeah, you know, we were talking about this earlier that I watched the Tim Burton Batman again. Mm-hmm. So it was a, it was a stone's throw away from being perfect. If they just wouldn't have Batman kill all those people, mm-hmm. I've been exactly what I wanted from a Batman movie. I sure like it. Do you think uh, they would have been outraged? Do you think there was outrage when people saw that in the late 80s? I heard there was. Okay. I don't remember anybody being yeah. upset about it. Yeah. But there also wasn't the internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I knew of what, nine when it came out? Yeah, something like that. So you probably knew all the dorks at like, the comic shops complaining about it. We didn't even have a comic shop. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. The 7-Eleven <laughs> magazine section. Yeah. Um, right on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well... Shall we dive right into the movie here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Follow us through the darkness of our wasted and festering memories as we struggle to recall the movie we just watched with this week's Sinister Synopsis. <laughs> okay. A medical miracle has become a murderous nightmare. It will scare you to pieces, is the tagline to... Uh, the 1991 movie Body Parts, written by Eric Redd and Norman Snyder, directed by Aaron Redd. The movie stars Jeff Fahey, Kim Delaney, and Brad Dorif. Um, I saw this movie, it, I guess if it came out in 91, it must have been 91, and my parents brought it home from the video store, and um, let's see, if it was 91, I was 11, 
and I thought it was fucking awesome and creepy, and I don't think I have watched it since then. Hmm. And I watched it now, and it was uh, still fun. Still fun. Nice. So still mm-hmm. held up for you? I think so. I think so. There were some slow parts, you know, with a lot of the getting to know you sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. I think people should see it because it's got a lot, like, it's fun to watch because the premise is so bizarre that, that you could make a lot of jokes, you know? I think we were making weird hand job jokes through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is some some new science that suggests that you don't just think with your brain, you think with every part of your body. Hmm. And so there's something to that that I thought was kind of interesting, where I went, hmm, maybe they got it kind of right. Hmm. Although in the movie, his brain was sort of controlling the guy from a distance. I should say um, what it's about here. Uh, After losing his arm in a car accident, a criminal psychologist has it replaced with a limb that belonged to a serial killer. Ooh, spooky. (laughs) What did you guys think? Pretty bad. Okay. Um, it was all right. We've got a pretty bad and all right. And <laughs> Kathleen, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Just ridiculous enough for me. Sarah's not here today. She's with her kids and stuff, so. <clears throat> all right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't exactly a fast-paced sort of thing, but mm-hmm. I liked it. I think well, it had a lot of really cool visuals to it, like when he's standing in front of that case with the torso and the leg and the arm kind of floating oh, yeah. there mm-hmm. and you think where's the fucking head <laughs> yeah. I like that stuff mm-hmm. they should have put like a, a fancier thong on there that would have been funny <laughs> on his little torso <laughs> 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 okay now the fun starts with everyone's favorite pieces and parts <laughs> <laughs> who had a favorite part Cole's I like the part when they were wheeling them in, I thought the the makeup, the severed arm part of it looked really good. Cool. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed with that. Yeah. And the acting in the opening scene, that was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, from that mental, or uh, death row inmate. Yeah, that guy's a solid <laughs> actor. He still gets work. Yeah, he looked familiar as he'd been yeah. in a lot. I think he's been in a bunch of shows. Let Is me, he um, in The Wire? Let me find him so the people at home know who we're talking about. <clears throat> yeah, he uh, he did a good job. His name is Paul Ben Victor, um, and he played the character Ray Kohlberg. Let me see if I can find. He was in Don John, Daredevil. Um, let me let me find his filmography here, and we can hmm. go through the list. 146 acting roles. Damn. It's um, no joke. Yeah. Jesus, he's been in uh, Get Hard, Castle. I'm just reading the ones I recognize. True Detective. I'm pretty hmm. sure he was in The Wire. Let me see. He's in Hawaii Five O, Mob City, um, Vegas. I don't see The Wire, but he doesn't mean he wasn't in there. It's just such a long fucking list. Yeah. Anyway, he's a. I think he definitely did a great job. Yeah. Considering we stopped to talk about him in a movie that he's in for about a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes, maybe. Yeah. That was uh, one of the issues I had with movies like the, the African detective guy just disappeared, the criminal inmate uh, seemed to have a pretty big influence in the beginning. We just kind of disappeared. Didn't come back around. Yeah. Oh, I feel like the detective showed up. Whenever there was trouble. And I think the inmate's job was to be the half-man. He came back around and he said, there's something different about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you got a demon yeah. inside you. <laughs> but, like, you think there'd been at least some closure with the African detective. Like, they were, yeah, he was, like, hard on the case and all of a sudden it was just like, eh, never mind. <laughs> well, he, he called him and told him to come clean up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... Yeah, I could see the detective being like, are we going to talk about how we just discovered psychic abilities <laughs> yeah. for the first yeah. time ever? Everything's so fucked up right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was your favorite part, Matt? Um, I liked when they were handcuffed together in two separate cars, <laughs> driving around the city. That was... Good thing he spent a lot of time in rehab because he was really pulling that car around. Yeah. That was a ridiculous scene. Because there's no fucking way that you would be able to drive those cars so synchronized in, like, random traffic. Mm-hmm. Somebody at some point would have jerked the wheel the other way and ripped one of their arms off, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
it had some good tension though. Like I kept going like, oh my god, someone's <laughs> gonna get their arm ripped off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was cool, and um, yeah, I think I think that was definitely one of the most exciting parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then you see him crawl out of the car with two arms and a leg. And he's all, <laughs> that part I like. That part. <laughs> and all the cars are exploding around him. It's a really nice uh, visual. It was mm-hmm. a good look. Kathleen, what was your favorite part? I like when he was watching the people play basketball and the guy who got the legs did like the killer dunk. Because, <laughs> I mean, just because you're like a killer doesn't give you awesome dunking skills. You mean that's how he killed people? He dunked their asses? He just dunked on them so hard they killed themselves. <laughs> They're like, I'm never going to show myself at the Y again. <laughs> I should just fucking jump out the window. <laughs> and that's why he had killed so many cops was he played against the police league. <laughs> okay. He wasn't the Y. I remember he was the Greek guy. Yeah, that's right. You're absolutely right. I remember that. I am yeah. going to watch The Wire eventually. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, it's, I, it's one of the few perfect shows. <laughs> I'm halfway through the first episode and I was like, it's kind of boring so far. <laughs> that's what she always said. <laughs> no, it was like, hey, let's all watch The Wire, and then I'd come home from work and Colby and it would be like four episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> I had watched it once. Like, <laughs> <"Can't clean." laughs> I thought you would have caught up. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't think you were that interested because you watched the first few and didn't seem to care. So we just went on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't wear my heart on my sleeve. It's okay. How many seasons of, Son of An- Sons of Anarchy were there? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. She's got a big crush on Ron Perlman now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Uh, like his personality? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> not terrible. Yeah. I think he's cool. Yeah. No, I think he's got like a great like like character face. But like if I just saw like that guy like it wasn't Ron Perlman, it looks like that, but like that dude's ugly as fuck. <laughs> I think he's good looking. Yeah, he's got a he's a he doesn't look like anyone else. No, he has a unique face. Yeah. But I don't think he's a bad looking dude. Mm-hmm. Would you like if he had a gun to your head? Would you you know? I fuck anybody if I had a gun in my head. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? <laughs> For you listening, please don't make that happen. <laughs> I mean, flea mad prefer not to, but if it's if it's that or I'm dead, I mean, what am I gonna do? <laughs> Tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I like it doesn't count if I'm under duress. <laughs> um. I don't know which was my favorite part. I like I like the ending where he goes in there and he, he finds out that the crazy doctor um, had transplanted the killer's head onto a body just to see if she could. Mm-hmm. And then he went off to try to steal his own parts back. Yeah. I thought that was a cool twist. Yeah. And uh, then he just shot the fuck out of everybody, <laughs> which was awesome. Yeah. Were you... Uh, yeah. I mean, does I guess it doesn't matter too much, but where do you think she got the other body from to put his head on? Just another donor body, I assume, because mm-hmm. she had access mm-hmm. to all these convicts. Yeah. So she just slapped his head on another body just to see if she could do it. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, fucking pulled it off. I feel Literally. like a movie should have ended at like 40 minutes, because this when he was like in the doc, like the office, like, I want this fucking arm off. So cut it off. <laughs> End of the movie. But he would have died. Well, I mean, Not like, what, whatever they were going to do, he could have done to himself. You know, like, if they clamp off a of artery, he can do that. Mm-hmm. He could just get a oh, frying pan that. real hot. But no, because you would, you would, like, pass out from the pain. Like, like you, the, your odds of dying. Well, you know, I'm doing your own surgery. She have done it this was, this <laughs> but she, she refused to, remember? I know, this but was, why? Well, I'm because sorry. she didn't want to mess up her work. She had done a... She had, but then later it's okay? Well, because the jig was up. <laughs> he knew what was going on. I would be like... Nine one one. I'm like, I'm about to cut my fucking arm off the table saw. So yeah, that's literally happened before. There's like some mental condition where you like end up thinking that your arm isn't your own. So they've had people do that before. Yeah, I've heard of that. Mm. Yeah, but they usually prepare pretty heavily. Like, don't they like tie it off like and let the like nerve like the nerves and shit kind of die? Mm-hmm. And then they do exactly what you said. They call nine one one. Like, better get here quick. Yeah. Give you guys 15 minutes. I wouldn't do it till I saw him pull in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying. Just keep the table saw running. Like, uh, okay. And done. No more evil arm. That's hardcore. Yeah, because they ran into the same problem. Doctors wouldn't do it because, you know, they just can't. 
Yeah. Um, it is time once again to meet your monster. <laughs> Why are you getting prepared? There's a fuck, like, yeah, at the end, they're like, oh, it's this new great surgery. It's a fucked up way to get it started. They're like, okay, well, the first guy that received this, well, two of them are dead. And then the other guy killed this doctor. But trust me, this is, we've... It'll be different for you. Yeah, we've really <laughs> broken new barriers here. <laughs> okay, so the monster was a serial killer named Charlie Fletcher. And Charlie Fletcher was being executed by the state for his crimes. Um, a doctor named Dr. Agatha Webb uh, decided she would try to transplant his limbs. So she, she successfully transplants his arms and his legs to three separate donors uh, in need of such limbs. And then on the slide, transplants his head onto the body of someone else. Um, he then uh, regains consciousness and goes around and tries to get back his missing limbs. How or what he was going to do with them, I don't really know. <laughs> he didn't seem to have any leverage on the doctor, although she was pretty uh, protective of him because she had done this crazy successful head transplant, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is it. He got shot. He fucking... He tried to yeah. tried to kill old Jeff Fahey, and he got his ass shot off. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys think he was a successful villain? Um, I don't know. You didn't really see much of him until at least halfway through. Do we even know that was him? I mean, it was him. All guy in a neck brace. It was it was the same guy from the picture they <laughs> oh, showed okay. in his police report. Mm-hmm. He had just had all his hair shaved off. Mm-hmm. Um. I think you're right. I think we needed more of him. Like, at the end of the movie, you didn't go, man, that Charlie Fletcher was fucking evil. Yeah. You know. That's true. I kept thinking of Chucky through the whole movie because it had Brad Dorff in it. <laughs> and it's like, at the end of Child's Play, you know who the villain was. Mm-hmm. At the end of this movie, you're like, so mm-hmm. science or yeah. the doctor or him, they, they, never, they never really gave you... Um, enough to go on like you never saw him commit the crimes although they talked about him all the time mm-hmm. uh, so yeah maybe not an effective movie monster but still pretty cool pretty cool I idea I would have liked this movie more if it, they had gone wacky with it instead of like trying to be deep mm-hmm. so they tried to be deep a lot it didn't work out yeah Oh, yeah, that's true. There was a lot of journal writing. No, <laughs> no my favorite voiceover narration. A lot of filler, really. Mm-hmm. Well, and my favorite one was, he says, I need some, I wrote it down. Says, oh, shit, give me a quote. Damn it. Sorry, we can do, you can do it. Go ahead. Yeah. All right, He's going to save, save it. And it'll be my quote. I'll say that one. Just save it, yeah. Well, okay, this is the other dumb one. When he's saying, is evil contained in the flesh? No, it's not. <laughs> That'd be assuming that you could cut away somebody's evil. But what if it's all the flesh? Well, then it would just be the arm that's evil. Right? right. Yeah. I just thought, you know, it was, a, it was trying to be deep and it was stupid. <laughs> and, like, where does evil reside? It resides in the brain. Says you. Yeah, but, like, if you, you, know, you put a bullet in somebody's brain, their evil stops. Because <laughs> well, they're dead. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So, what were you saying earlier, Abe, about there being like some function in the muscles too oh okay so so I don't remember I think I think this was on the Joe Rogan podcast I don't remember which doctor was talking about it um but I guess that they had uh they had they had come to some sort of conclusion and I'm totally talking on my ass because I don't know what the hell you know it was but um you're they were finding that uh Oh jeez, I'm so stupid when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> the brain, obviously, is is where your thoughts and stuff come from. Mm-hmm. But I guess they were finding thoughts, maybe not thoughts, but yeah, from from other parts of the body. I don't know. Hmm. Like, so it, it was it it was essentially a whole organism and not hmm. just central to the brain. Oh, okay, it was the idea. And like I said, I'm totally so. Does that go beyond muscle memory, or is that what they're talking about? Is just muscle memory. I don't. I think what they were trying to imply was that your whole body thinks, mm-hmm. and not just your brain. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how muscle memory works and all that, but. Okay. Once I learned about muscle memory in a psychology class, and it's it's just kind of like your 
you're just really training your muscles mm. essentially to be really good at that motion or something to that mm. effect well you you're you're programming your neural net to respond without thought yeah you're basically creating a shortcut key yeah for some for very specific movements i guess yeah mm-hmm. yeah there was a I think it was Aristotle who thought that all of your thoughts came from your heart. Mm. And um, I read a book by a woman named Marilyn Voss Savant who was who had the highest IQ in the world. Mm-hmm. And she said that Aristotle was so famous, everyone called him he himself. That was how famous he was. Mm. They would just refer to him as he himself. And he was so dumb that they he thought that all your thoughts came from your heart <laughs> and your brain was worthless. I read today that he said that your heart is where you taste things and that your tongue was just like a vehicle to get it to your heart. Aristotle. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. So the fucking smartest man in the world <laughs> didn't have the basic. <laughs> it's come a long way since then. So your tongue is directly connected to your heart, though, if you didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, have you guys ever seen that like meme that goes around that's like... Uh, they say you, that you put your wedding ring on your left ring finger because it has a vein that's attached directly to your heart. Mm-hmm. That's like all veins are. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole purpose of veins. <laughs> Literally all the veins yeah. lead to your heart. <laughs> okay, check this out. This is um, the notion that we think with the body, the startling conclusion of a field called embodied cognition, lies in the face of long-standing views. Early cognitive psychologists define thought as an activity that resides in the brain, sensory data comes in from the eyes and ears, fingers, and funny bone, and the mind turns these signals into disembodied representations that is manipulated in what we call thinking. Uh, Sure, the body may collect sensory information like computers collect information via mouse and keyboard, but according to the traditional views of cognition, it's the brain that does the thinking. But dozens of studies over the past decade challenge that view, suggesting instead that our thoughts are inextricably linked to physical experience. Uh, it goes on like that. I guess they've done some studies. Um, this goes on and on, but I will say what the article is. It's from Discover, and it's called Where Do Thoughts Occur? It was published June 2013. Yeah. Uh, I've heard recently that the whole uh, a common misconception is the whole five senses thing that sights what is it hearing sight touch taste whatever mm-hmm. um, it's actually more like nine I want to say it is because we have the ability to feel pain um, the ability to tell time uh, I can't remember what the other ones are yeah like uh, like sense of limb awareness like you yeah. can tell we're there in space without touching anything yeah Oh, yeah, because my arm is clearly behind me, though. Mm -hmm. I'm not touching anything behind me. Spider sense is tingling. (laughs) It's interesting. I think it's going to come back to what you just said. It's going to come back around in the nefarious news. All right. right. (laughs) Okay, for each movie, Kathleen digs through all the dirt and slime of the filthy internet to bring us this week's terrifying trivia. It's not that scary. I'm terrified. (laughs) Um, at age 25, Jeff Fahey became a ballet dancer, mm. and he was even part of the Joffrey Ballet in New York City. I knew it. Yeah, he's so elegant. <laughs> yeah. He also has taught ballroom dancing. Oh, nice. Yeah, you should tell by his moves. <laughs> Very um, when this movie was being advertised, the advertisements were canceled in Wisconsin due to the Dahmer killings. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I thought it would be a bit yeah. insensitive. Yeah, because yeah, those known as the torso killings for a while. I think that was a different killer. Oh yeah, he's the one that would like rape and kill and save body parts, right? Dahmer. Yeah, yeah he okay. would keep them in the fr- freezer and he stuff. Would eat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, I heard that they were like fuck them and eat them and, and stuff. Yeah, I heard he didn't actually eat them. He said really? they tasted good with mustard. Yeah, but he. They also said the sounds of the lambs came out at the same, on the same year. Oh, he was playing it up? Yeah, he's playing it up a bit. And he was later beaten to death with a broom handle in prison. Oh, that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, happy ending to that story. <laughs> prison guard's like, no, come on, guys, oh, just cut that out. Like, if you kill somebody extra bad in prison, like, something comes off your sentence? <laughs> yeah. 
Somebody's like, um, I think I just got a year long. <laughs> like, as they're walking out, like, with the bloody broomstick, you just, like, hands them a box of Oreos. To yeah, <laughs> there you Take go. that back to your cell with you. Oreos and one cigarette. <laughs> All right. Um, in the ninth season, or excuse me, in the ninth Treehouse of Horror, the Simpsons parodied this movie in a segment called Hell to Pay, where Homer got, get it? Hell to pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where Homer oh, got a hair transplant and is possessed by the spirit of an executed criminal. Yeah, it was he, like, snake. Holds up the quickie mark. <laughs> yeah. um, and then finally, this movie shares the name with another movie from 1992 where a psycho videotapes his dismemberment of strippers. Mm-hmm. So you'd think there'd be more like movies about doctors and body parts and maybe not killing, but. Yeah. It's all killing. Yeah, because yeah, body parts would be a fine porn name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Body parts. That's what I thought. I thought that's where that was going. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I bet there'd be more boobs in that one. Yeah. No boobs in this movie. Oh, oh. sorry. We'll get to that later. I was just thinking out loud. Yeah. I'll take what I can get. Whatever. Yeah. You know, while we're talking about old um, serial killers. Have you guys heard about this uh, retired police detective that's almost positive his dad was the Black Dahlia murder? Hmm. Yeah. And he said, like, there was, because there's a bunch of murder, murders like that, and he said that when he's going through his dad's shit that he found, like, newspaper clippings about it, and, like, he had totally had that set up. Like, he, I think he performed, uh, like, the underground abortions. Jeez. And I, I, he said that there was a he wrote a whole book about her. I don't think it's I don't know if it's come out yet or it's coming out, but yeah, he's pretty sure his dad was a Black Dahlia murderer. Oh yeah, I like read that. What did he do again? Or he the, would he would kill women with what's called the Cheshire smile, or the is it the Glasgow smile as well? And what you would do is you would cut their cheeks like the way the Joker's were in that Batman movie, and what happens is you bleed to death real quick from that. There's like a lot of a lot of stuff there, so he would. He would cut these women's faces like this. Yeah, and then he like drain all the blood out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just leave them in a field. And then yeah. he cut the black dolly in half, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was a uh, I forget what she was. She was like a was she a hooker? No, uh, she was an actress. An actress. She was aspiring actress. Yeah. Yeah. She was an actress, but I think she was just like like free for her time. She was promiscuous. You know, I wouldn't say loose, but you know. <laughs> she was having sex with a lot of dudes. Yeah. A lady of the evening <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'd, so, I'd like, like to read that. Yeah. yeah. That's some real interesting stuff. Have you guys started listening to LP on the Left yet? The podcasts? Last podcast? Just that oh, one. Oh, yeah. yeah, I haven't listened yeah. anymore. They brought up a really interesting one lately. It was like a one in a million type thing. There was some famous serial killer that they never caught because. Oh, he was also a rapist. They caught it. They didn't catch him because they had all the evidence they needed. But he had a rare genetic condition where the DNA in his sperm was different than his blood, oh, so it never yeah. matched up. Yeah, I've heard of this dude. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it a Russian dude? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a Russian guy. Yeah. What are the odds that a murdering rapist would have that exact setup? Yeah, he would have the perfect genetic so, condition for his shitty life. Could they compare <laughs> sperms? Like. Yep. Because the sperms were matching, but then when they tested his blood to see if... So was there a lot of variant in the sperm? Um, like, could you tell his from his? His sperm from his sperm? I, like, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder, though, if at the time they didn't know like to separate the two, like test him individually like if his blood didn't link up with his jizz yeah. they're like oh, it's not him yeah hmm. that's weird <laughs> I saw a show about um, serial killers and they were like asking all the guys in the town to give sperm samples I think they would have <laughs> suspected me because I would have said no <laughs> I'm jack off in a cup I'm Sorry, y'all know who the murderer is, but I'm not whacking <laughs> off in a cup. Yeah. Would the murderer please tell us he's the murderer? <laughs> like, we appreciate right. that. In a small town, like, it, like, divides everybody. They're like, Jack over there, I want to whack off in that cup. Fucking, <laughs> he did it. We all whacked off in the cup, Jack. I, who do you think you this are? This is the whole thing scenario all over again. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a, a manager one time, Colby and I used to work at this grocery store, 
And he says to me one day, he says, Abe, I'm trying to learn how to do the drug tests. Would you um, let me do one on you so that we could, uh, so I could see how it works? Mm. And I said, sure. And he goes, never mind, go away. And I was was like, you don't want to do the test? And he goes, no, I just figure that the people that I asked, (laughs) if they're doing drugs, will say no. That was the test. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you crafty little fucker. (laughs) That's one of the good ways to save money on those tests. (laughs) Yeah. It was funny, though. I was like, huh, damn. All right. Yeah. Okay, here on Meet Your Monsters, we like to examine all forms of depravity. And so now for the mathematically perverted, the Colby Count. Uh, there were six bodies and no boobs. Time Half to believe there was no nudity in a movie called Body Parts. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, man, you already got like that much of a boob showing. Just get, flash a nip. <laughs> that was a fucking bone here. I'm know? sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try to step it up on the next no, one. No, wouldn't you? You're going to make this movie, all right? You want to see my boobs right now? <laughs> <laughs> What was, yeah. yeah, what was this movie rated? PG-13? It was R. That was R? For violence, yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of limbs chopped mm-hmm. off and pulled apart. And Bloody mannequins it everywhere. <laughs> it would have been PG-13 today. Yeah. That car wreck I thought was pretty good. Yeah. Except th- it didn't make any sense. Because he got Physical. hit in the back and went flying through the window. The only thing is... Well, he got hit from the back, pushed into the car in front of him, and then shot forward. Yeah, but he was already the car, he's like would have been stationary where the car is hit, and so his iner- like the inertia would have kept him back while the car went forward. It's kind of like when but you. But then the car the had to stop again abruptly because it hit that other car in front of him. Mm-hmm. So it would have went, boom, he would have flown back, and then it would have hit the car in front of him, and he went. Right. But well, I don't think it probably not. There's only one way to find out. Yeah. Colby get your car. Murray and like a little toy. No, <laughs> like cardboard models of cars. Could be me and my cat. Okay, so that's that's it. That's all you got. Uh, yes. Okay, fair enough. <clears throat> okay, the films we discuss. Oh no, no. Um, we're not gonna do. Actually, we can do the special effects. What did you guys think was the best special effect in this movie? I think the best special effect for me was what we were just talking about, the car crash, because it was the real guy, like, tumbling over the car mm-hmm. when he saw him moving, which is weird since they used a fake dummy when he crashed through the windshield later. Yeah. I thought, just just seeing them wreck real cars, since they don't do that anymore mm-hmm. with CG and everything, I just I was like, oh, shit, they fucking went for it. It's like when you see fire in a movie, and it's always fucking fake. Yeah. Every time now, it's fake. It looks fake. Everyone knows it's fake. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, they would really just catch it on fire, and it, yeah. it was way better. They're getting a little better at fire. They've gotten really good at water, watching those Milana trailers. Yeah. Animating the water. Yeah. Yeah. They really smash it in the Dark Knight movies. Yeah. They even had a real bat copter. Old Nolan, he likes the practical. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I do. I think the other ones. Mad Max. Yeah. I kept it real, Mad Max. Mm. Smashed all kinds of shit. Yeah. There should be a category called supporting CG. Because mm. it should just be supporting. Yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. I'll go full Star Wars episode 1, 2, and 3 mm. on us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think that was probably the best special effect. I'd say I liked it, though. The severed arm look looked real yeah. gruesome and yeah, I liked it. it. The limbs looked pretty good. Yeah, definitely looked like he got his shit ripped off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they did pretty good with the way the skin grafts looked afterwards. Yeah, so it looked like a and mm-hmm. miscolored and misshapen. Yeah, pretty cool. Okay, the films we discussed in this podcast are horrifying, but sometimes real life is even more fucked up. Brace yourself for the nefarious news. <laughs> You know, this uh, this is why I didn't have anything. Now that I think about it, why I didn't have anything to say, like, you know, what like how everybody's up to, because that's why I was going to talk about it. Like, oh, this fucking Frankenstein guy. But since it relates to our uh, our movie here, the nefarious news is this fellow. Let me get back to his name. He's an Italian neurosurgeon. 
His name is Sergio Canavero. And he, I don't, I don't think it's going to come together. The more I read about it, but he's, he's going to try, he says, to do the first. He's called, he says it's a full body transplant, not a head transplant, because <laughs> it's. Sounds like a real douchebag. <laughs> well, if you think about it, too. Well, that's the thing, too, is he's like, oh, I never mind, that's a different guy in the story. But, so, yeah, the, the more I read about, the more science fiction-y it got. Um, he's actually a really big Spider-Man fan. So that's why I said he's like, a lot of it, like, his... Um, there was an, <laughs> a team-up edition of a comic. It was Doctor Strange... And he was talking to Spider-Man. Iron Man says, I myself have surgically rejoined severed neural linkages. The nerve endings have been fused and the healing process begun. Like as in Doctor Strange had reattached his head. And so now he's on it that he's going to do it too. Uh, yeah, but the more I read about it, it seemed a little more far-fetched. He's like, um, he says that he, there's like this kind of gel that's miraculous. that will make the, the nerves connect and start to heal a lot of people uh the people the doctors that are denying it are saying that will be the issue is that there's no guarantee that these neurons and shit are gonna fuse and actually work together mm -hmm. um the, the thing they like uh, like okay this one they um this article goes over the whole process um but so what they're getting what, what they would do is they would freeze this guy's head um, so essentially he would be brain dead and then they would take the donor body and they would sever the spinal cord and all the nerves and all that shit at the same time. But to do it, they're going to use to get a clean cut to both of them. It's going to take a $200,000 diamond nano blade. Um, yeah. <laughs> that sounds dope. <laughs> they, he's raising the money for his surgery. He says it's going to cost $20 million. And there's going to be a team of... They would need a team of 135 surgeons. Yeah, I heard... Like, everybody working at once would have to start, like, sewing all the arteries and nerves and shit together. Mm -hmm. I heard it was going to be, like, a 36-hour surgery at minimum. Yeah, 36 hour, $20 million, at least 150 people. Um, they claim to have done this with a monkey and, I think... It might have been it. I think there was some talk for dog. They say they did it in China, and I saw that the video. But what they're saying they were doing there is they were just connecting the blood vessels, so like the blood was flowing through the brain. So technically, it was alive, but like it couldn't do anything. And actually, more about it. And they said the closest they've got so far is they have severed rat spinal cords and then um, have reattached enough of their. What's what I'm looking for here? Uh, spinal nerves. nerves, whatever. Yeah, that they could pee on their own again, and they said it'd be huge for um, paraplegics because it's like one of the worst things that they experience is they can't control their bladders anymore, and so that have somebody essentially help them whiz every day. Um, and they said that they have, in some cases, got. Um, their hind legs working again after paralyzing rats, but it's really, it's it's very much in its infancy. So how do they even get approval for this if they haven't got it working on lab rats? Approval yet? from who? Um, They're not an, an ethics committee. Kid. Yeah, this guy's very much like. Um, <laughs> they got the guys. Go ahead. <laughs> I well, guess that's true. They, get it. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, a lot of people are saying that too. That like. Um, why is he out here announcing it before they even know if it's possible? Because they're like, he's trying to hype it up before there's anything to hype. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, a lot of people are saying it's there's a snowball's well, chance I mean, in hell this working. Every and I group needs a hype man. So. Yeah, that's true. And I can't imagine where in the world they would do this that they, somebody wouldn't stop them, you know? Hmm. Let's say I want those like outdoor in the desert lab or hospitals like you've clearly there. never been to Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying like there's places that will let them do it, but they won't have like the facility necessary to. Yeah, mm -hmm. I yeah. hope they do it. I hope it's successful. I hope that guy can walk again. Be cool. That'd you be know, so great if he got a full body back. Yeah. That'd be amazing. 
Oh yeah, I hope it works, but it just it sounded a little far fetched. But what if it's the body of a killer? <laughs> <laughs> he just pulls his head off. He's like, I killed another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I thought would be interesting. You know, there's some all this stuff about like in philosophy about like the mind existing and all that shit, and like, is the my blue the same as your blue and all that? You know. Mm-hmm. It's going to put an end to all that discussion right here because, like, what if we just find out that we're just real simple machines? You just click a new head on, they're ready to go. Cool. Well, it's going to be back then. <laughs> yeah. Nothing that like crazy. frozen or something? That's, that's the story. <laughs> it's not true, though. It's not frozen. That's just, you just that you know the of, line. Yeah. yeah. There it's were actually, so many, like, CD secrets at Walt Disney, <laughs> yeah. Disney World. Yeah, we took the tour under the park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a canister clearly marked his head. <laughs> What's once at Walt head, once at Walt body. Mm. Do you think they're waiting like to make sure Star Wars is gonna be a success before they bring him back? <laughs> like you're a cajillionaire, Walt. Yeah. But yeah, so possible Frankenstein on the way. I hope so. That'd be exciting. Okay, hours of effort and creativity go into making a movie, and there's always some asshole just waiting to shit on it. So on behalf of the underappreciated horror filmmaker, we are here to take revenge with the critical critique. There's a... A bit ironic that the guy doing the critical critique also didn't like the movie. Yeah, you might as well do mine, because there's not much to go on here. Okay. Yeah, there's the the two that have... um, words with them are pretty funny. I don't think that was intended. Hilariously bad horror show. Hmm. You know it's not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some laughs. Some of them weren't intentional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and there was just a lot of, like, when that fucking Brad Dorf was like, just go with the flow, man. I was like, dude, he tried to choke his fucking wife in the sleep. <laughs> There's no flow to go with, man. But you're talking to Chucky. That's true. <laughs> I think he meant what he said. Well, that seems weird, too, because, like, the dude comes up to him and just goes, Hey, asshole, you're the guy that got that arm transplant. And then they just start talking to him. And I've been like, first of all, hey, fuck you, dude. Like, call me asshole. I'm not going to tell you about my arm yeah. transplant. Yeah, that seemed a bit forced. I thought that guy was going to play a bigger role, like he knew the serial killer or something. Because he really wanted to see that arm. They just needed a reason to get them fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I thought it would be funny if, like, uh... When they went to the guy with the, uh, it popped in my head this vision, this image that was funny. If like the guy with the legs, like if his legs went rogue on him, but like he just like okay, I'm just gonna lay down, so like I can't run anywhere. And like if that guy had ran in and like found the guy with the leg transplant on the floor, just, like with his legs flying around, like oh. <laughs> yeah, if I had the ma- if I had made that movie. There would have been a whole lot more, like, his hand attacks him and he has to fight it off like Ash and Evil Dead. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of shit. Well, yeah, I thought, too, in that part when um, he goes and finds Brad Dorif and there's like, oh, well, whatever, come and talk to me. Me, personally, I'd be like, he's like, you got that other arm. And I'd be like, where'd you get that information from? And I'd punch him, because what a terrible invasion of privacy that is. <laughs> like, I looked at his medical fucking records, got his address, went to his house... <laughs> And asked him about his arm transplant. But your yeah. arm brothers. Yeah. And there was a lot of people in the 80s and 90s that lived in apartments that had those big fucking doors on them. Mm-hmm. They're like bays. The mm-hmm. Every Every artist has one yeah. of those. Is, like, yeah. Are those all in New York or something? I've never seen a real place like that. I think the big buildings would have them essentially for storage, and then they would yeah. rent them out. The reason you see it in New York a lot is because a lot of that stuff was for storage. But then they just started converting it to apartments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, all those buildings would be made into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good old Felix. Right on. Would okay. you rather be armless or get an arm transplant? Arm transplant. Oh, yeah. for arm sure. Transplant. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd take a robot arm, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fucked up having somebody else's arm attached to you. I think you could use time. Yeah. So I could have to live, like, give me, like, a couple months at armless. And then we'll go from there. 
Would you switch your jerking hand if, if you had an I'd do it anyway. <laughs> Would it be hard to like hold the phone and jerk off? <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> Can you hear me? I'm gonna try to do it louder. All right, I'll shift down a gear. I meant like phone porn. Yeah, these guys clearly don't jerk off to Pornhub in the <laughs> middle of the night with their phone. Whatever. <laughs> they're so holding it up so I can oh. watch. Yeah. Oh, oh I thought you were talking on the phone. I was talking yeah. on the phone and masturbating. Who talks and, on the like, phone? Anyways, I'll be fucking two yeah. pepperonis. <laughs> Surely, yeah. I don't think I've ever looked at porn on my phone before. What? I, yeah. What well, about, like, when computer. you're on the go? No, <laughs> Oh, dude, that's off. I, yeah, I look at a lot of porn on my phone. It's really? very convenient. Huh. I just I have a fear I would unlock my lock screen and there would just be this gaping vagina. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> happened to me before. Like, yeah. in class, I'll be like, hey, by the way, oh, um, it's like, <laughs> Check that out. Oh, yeah, I got a new text message. <laughs> I bought one thing for Black Friday, mm-hmm. and it was a lifetime membership to Mr. Skins. Um, How much did it cost? <laughs> 100 bucks. Oh, that's not bad for a lifetime. <laughs> for, for my whole life? Yeah, I think yeah. you screwed it, because I think you just Google all those. But now it's conveniently placed in one spot. For $100. Is this the one with the flow windows? <laughs> no, that's their own. Oh, okay. That's their iPhone's all just like the movies. Mm. But what's cool oh. is it will just email me and be like, hey, you want to see who got naked lately? I'm like, okay. Oh, and that's I, for the rest of my life. I, I, didn't think it was, I didn't think it was happening often enough to get daily notifications. Yeah, I would have done that. It's not every yet. day. Mm. It's just, well, every he day. showed me I his would. email, and there was two emails from two different porn sites, and then two emails from two different toy sites. Oh. <laughs> Priorities and shit. Yeah, he's living his life right. <laughs> Toys and porno. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay. Let's get mad about murder with Matt's themes and tropes. Yeah, so... I didn't really think about it until Abe brought it up, but, you know, this is kind of like a, a reimagining of Frankenstein's story. You got an evil doctor. Well, was Frankenstein evil in the book? No, he no. was He was a good guy. He was yeah. trying to beat death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she seemed a bit more nefarious in that she was able to, was willing to do anything it took. Yeah. And she was doing it for the glory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What And what, like, um, drove Prometheus, that's Frankenstein's monster's name, what drove him to be evil was Dr. Frankenstein was so horrified at what he had done that he just locked him in a room and was like, mm. and fucking, and this, what have I done? And yeah. they was like, man, fuck you for putting me in that room. Yeah. And then he turned evil. Yeah, this is like and literally the opposite of that for this movie. The doctor was like, go, yeah. be amongst the people. <laughs> do you think they did? Like, she just wanted to see, like, do you think he'll go and get all his limbs back? I don't know, let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing it. He's going to get his limbs back. <laughs> yeah. And so the overarching theme of both of those is that has science gone too far? Which uh, I don't think it ever does. I think uh, people misuse it, but that's always going to happen. That's kind of something I didn't like so much about the newer Black Mirror episodes, is that they seem to be more like just opposed to science and social media. They're saying that's the problem instead of the people misusing it. Have you guys been watching Black Mirror lately? I haven't, huh? Okay. Here's something funny about this, like, everybody's like, oh, this, everybody's so social media. I've never used Twitter in my life. Yeah. yeah. I've read things on Twitter, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I signed up for it recently because I was super bored at work, but I never use it. Yeah, and I found out that, like, all the interesting shit will end up on another news site anyway, so... Yeah. You can tweet me, Matt. I'll tweet you back. Right. I'm just saying, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, I'm just saying, like, everybody's like, oh, yeah. this, me, this technology-obsessed culture. Yeah. No, we're not. Twitter is quick, though. I mean, Twitter's instant. Facebook will get it the, the next couple of days. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like, we're not as obsessed as everybody thinks we are. That's true. Yeah, I'm not connected to my phone too heavily. No. Well, and that, like, the people, old people that are like, oh, back in my day, we didn't have Google Maps. And mm-hmm. if you had a, you would have used them. <laughs> so why are you, like, why are you trying to make me feel bad for using them? Mm-hmm. And you know what? Back in your day, you had maps. Before that, they used a fucking stars. So how do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> now who's the idiot? Yeah. <laughs> so another another theme there probably that's kind of brought up is the the ship of Theseus, like paradox, like how many times can you replace parts on the ship before it's a different ship, or if it 
it stays yeah. the same ship. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. And there's like they they talked about that in is it um, uh, John dies at the end mm-hmm. with the axe. Yeah. 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 Because there's a couple of them, and then like Aristotle even talked about that. He's he brought in the fourth dimension to explain how the object could be the same even with all its parts replaced if, as long as it's not simultaneously replaced I don't know there's been other philosophers too that talk about never stepping in the same river twice okay so here's an interesting thing just because just you said that okay so I have a a thing where I like to personify things mm-hmm. um, like my car for example I named it Carl and I'm very attached to it <laughs> and so when when the blue I had a I had a '96 Taurus that I named Carl. When it died, I got a 2004 Taurus that I called Darth Carl. <laughs> but I have in my head transferred it <laughs> to the new car, so it's still to me Carl. <laughs> but it's not. But to me, it is. And I kept thinking to myself, like, how can I say this is the same car? Mm. And I said to my, and then I said, well, if I say it isn't, fuck it is. Yeah. Weird, right? I mean, you're the one who transferred the consciousness. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which was me (laughs) making shit up. (laughs) I have the opposite problem with my scooter. This is why I don't get high. Perception is reality, Abe. Mm -hmm. I have the opposite problem with my scooter. I still miss my old scooters. See, you should have brought it with you. You should have brought it with you. No. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna honor its memory, but I gotta move on. You should have like taken a gear from it or something. I took out a bunch of pieces buckle. in my fucking backyard. <laughs> oh, okay. Like a thousand pieces. Oh wait, so is it's the scooter you had most recently gone now? No. Oh okay. That cycle is still running strong. Okay. Well, that cycle like mark two. What happened to the old one? Uh, hit a pothole. It was like a fucking crater on the moon. And it, like, smashed my crankcase, so it, like, just snapped all the way up. Oh. Cracked all at the middle, and it was a goner. Dang. Mm. Yup. Oh, I got a couple tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times you can tell um, a, a male writer writing for a male character that kind of doesn't know shit about women. Um, the, a lot of times there's, and it's usually in the opening of a movie... The, the husband will be pissing and moaning in the bed, and she's like, oh, let me just fuck all your problems away. <laughs> doesn't happen. Sometimes it happens. I've never, I, I've never experienced that where I'm just like complaining a lot, and they're like, okay, here. <laughs> they're like, your complaining turns me on. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> it's not the most attractive quality. That's where the pity comes in. I've definitely been thrown some pity every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Colby, no one pities you. Yeah. Maybe I should. Because they're so strong. Well, yeah. I didn't say, yeah, maybe. so manly. I don't know if I've ever done that before. Like, maybe I don't know anything about psychology. <laughs> I want to fix these men, but I can't. But what if it wasn't about her or him? Maybe she was just horny. Yeah, maybe maybe she's she trying to get her. No, she was getting ready yeah. to go. She's to like, bed. yeah, yeah, shut up. Yeah, Let me get some yeah, philosophy and stuff. Yeah, she's like already going to bed. And she's like, oh, I can't fix people. <laughs> and then the other one was, um, why is it when like they always have like somebody in a class? It's always like this teacher trying to say something really like profound and perfect. that's the shit doesn't happen in class. It's always like, well, this guy said this in 1938. If you guys want to take notes on that, never um, moving on into. <laughs> You've never had a teacher sit backwards on a chair and told you to throw away the textbooks. Keep it real. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of teachers try to say some profound shit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always come out that way. Yeah. None of them have quite that I think, presence to really sell it. Yeah. I think what that is is like an aspiring professor, because I think like when you want to, you're like, oh, I'm gonna like enlighten some people's world. And I think what really happens is is like, because I've been in a lot of college classes, people are like taking it because they have to, and so they don't really give a shit about it. They're like, well, it's like, what do you, exactly do you want my essay to say? And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Here you go, turn it in. And they're just like, oh, fuck teaching. <laughs> you get like one or two good students every year. That's it. The rest are just kind of going through the motions I think though also I know that I went to a school that is considered dog shit in the industry that I went to school for um, and, and you're and you're going to uh, a community college yeah yeah there are schools that exist in the world that I couldn't attend 
where the teachers are celebrities. You know, yeah, just just not even not even like movie celebrities, but just academically celebrities, where people are like, "Oh my God, this is Professor So and So who teaches calculus or whatever." You know, yeah. so there are there are schools where that goes on all the time, and where the kids are just like, "Holy shit, I can't believe I'm in a class with this motherfucker." You know what I mean? I'm sure the Ivy League schools, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's nothing you and I have ever experienced. I don't know how your school was, Matt. I mean, I had a lot of people that worked on famous shows, mm-hmm. but I mean, they weren't—they're not names anybody would know. Yeah. But it was kind of nice to have people in the industry. Yeah, people who knew what they were talking about. But yeah, speaking of shitty schools, my mine doesn't have the best either. I get, I was reading some article and there's they're talking about how George Bush was linked to it somehow. Oh, of course. And uh, he was trying to use that school as a. Uh, a blueprint for how to run private colleges and how there should be more. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's disappointing to learn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I just tell you, so for being in college classes, I noticed there's, there, there was a myth that was shattered for me from high school as I thought, like, yeah, they'd be smart to get into college. No. You don't have to be smart to teach college. Yeah. yeah. Especially <laughs> like if private should... colleges. If you have the money, they'll take yeah. anybody. If you yeah. show up with money, Trust me, they'll take you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was something else I want to talk about while we're on on the subject. Uh, you were talking about if science goes too far, how we're, it's something we always think about. Mm-hmm. I watched a TED Talk with Sam Harris, and he was talking about artificial intelligence. And he essentially was saying, like, we should start preparing for that because it is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um we could stop it, but we're not going to yeah. because, you know, we we could say, look, everything is, is as far along as we want it to be mm-hmm. in that area. But I, I got the impression he was saying that it inevitably is going to be the downfall or could be the downfall of, of humans. And we know it's coming and we'll probably just do it anyway. Yeah, I've heard like for both things. Yeah. But, uh... I don't know, hopefully there would be some merger we can <laughs> we can negotiate. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I think we're going to go the Borg route rather than the AI route. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've heard conflicting theories on that, though, because what I, I heard just recently is they're saying the big problem they're having with robots and artificial intelligence now is that robots are very stupid. They only do what you tell them to do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. the point of AI, though, is that yeah. they don't, you don't have to tell them. They start learning on their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't see how so, you could ever create that, though. Yeah, you know? It, it yeah. don't have to be a response. That's a good point, because how do you... Because intelligence is really just curiosity when you boil it down, because yeah. the more intelligent you are, the more curious you are about something. So how do you program that? And like, how do you guide curiosity in a machine like how does it pick up things that it wants to learn about rather than things it's told or how do humans even do that I guess yeah eventually it will but what he was saying that was so scary was that like the the rate at which they can learn is so much greater than ours that they're gonna just you saw did any of you see the movie um, was it called Her mm-hmm. yeah so it's about this guy who essentially falls in love with an operating system but she grows so far beyond him that she's having like 60 relationships at a time mm-hmm. with other people it's like we couldn't keep up for a second yeah. you know? well, and that's ultimately what will happen if, if there ever is artificial intelligence it's just gonna be like see ya bitches you don't know shit that's well, gonna be more like short circuit <laughs> just get like a cool friend yeah oh, and all it takes is electricity mm-hmm. <laughs> did any of you guys watch um that Jeopardy when they had Watson on there mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. destroyed the two other guys I still don't understand how that works it is would, it not just a computer that can look up things that's exactly from it's a like database what's yeah, the like, point though it's just accessing yeah, data from a but the thing is is it would it would bet on its own when it would get a daily double oh. and it would it works so fast off of signal phrases mm-hmm. that it would have the answer before either of them could even oh. ring in but if you look, if you think about it, though, aren't we just accessing a database, which just is our shitty memory? Mm-hmm. That's true. We're just going like, gee, do I remember that? Yeah, it was Bill mm-hmm. who did that. Turns out, though, you're probably not remembering that, right? Because our memories are mm-hmm. fucking garbage. Yeah. So was that TED Talk the same one where they were talking about, where they were teaching computers what cars look like? 
No, this was just him talking about how scary it was going to be in the future and making everybody shit their well, pants. Was it, so was it the one where he was talking about how AI would escape onto the net eventually? Because that one was really He might have brought that up. Did you see the one about the, like, they create the, art, like, the artificial intelligence to, like, tweeter? And, like, the, oh, and like yeah. it, like, um, oh, yeah. aggregated all the <laughs> tweets and it ended up saying, like, neo-Nazi shit? Yeah, 4chan made it a neo-Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. Son of a bitch. But, yeah, the coolest thing about that TED Talk was, though, that, like, we could contain it for a while, but eventually it would get smart enough that it would be able to escape. It could be in a box, but it would probably pre- learn to pretend to malfunction, so you would hook another computer up to it. It's like Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're actually making Westworld right now as like a warning? Like, watch <laughs> out, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The chickens is coming home to roost. <laughs> in closing, to feed the sun god with junk food movie dialogue, we offer unto you the Quetzalcoatl. Who had a quote? I had one that was earlier. Um, he was writing in his journal, which again, I don't know why they were doing this in that movie, but... So I need someone to share my sense of isolation with. Guess you wouldn't be isolated, then, would you? That's why I need someone. Matter of fact, you had two people to share your isolation. So you you just want to talk shit about this quote? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that faux deep, yeah. deep thoughts it journal. Just, yeah. Does yeah. evil reside in skin? Uh-uh. <laughs> yes, yeah, simply yes and no answers. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is man? Well, he's a human. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my I don't remember the quote exactly, but I really liked when he was talking about. He was talking to the painter, and he's like, "You're not painting these things; it's just your arm." And he tells him to grab a paintbrush. He's like, "Well, then paint it." Because mm-hmm. yeah, you know. Yeah, let's see you do it, bitch. Mm-hmm. It's so easy, and your arm's just gonna do it for you. Mm-hmm. That's what Eve's arm does. Right? Oh, oh, that's how. I just paint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get a quote, Kathleen? Yeah, when um. The inmate is yelling at him for not being able to fix him. Mm-hmm. He's like, "You don't got moves." <laughs> so I'm like, "Dance moves?" Because <laughs> like, he does. Well played. Shoot, that's funny. My quote was when in the scene by before Matsy says, "Um." He says, you got that arm transplant, I got the other arm. And he says, you want to arm wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> Which you couldn't do because you got opposite arms. Get your right, shit together, right. Brad. <laughs> tug of war. Get your tug of war. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't think he literally meant that they would arm wrestle, mm-hmm. just that it was funny. I wasn't really mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucking literal, Colby. <laughs> Jesus. Um, that is all I got. Does anybody else have anything else they want to talk about? Do you guys... Any horror movies coming up that you guys are excited for? Um, she asked me this a while ago. Could have looked it up. I don't know. I think so. I feel like there was one good one in the works. Yeah. Just the one? Just the <laughs> one. They got, a, they got a one going for them. Do you guys think that Call Drogo could have beat the mountain in a fight? No. I'm gonna go with yes because the mountain almost lost to Oberyn. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. And like, mm-hmm. if, imagine if Oberyn were as big and strong as called Drogo. Yeah. Much yeah, fight. but and Drogo, Drogo never lost a, weapon, a fight. Though. He never lost a fight ever. He would have done something on a horse, but he wouldn't have used a weapon. I remember. Well, I remember well, he I guess whooped that. Yeah. 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 Arox. Remember yeah. he whooped that one guy's ass that like called him out. Yeah. And the only reason he even got cut was because he let the guy do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. He, like, walked into his well, sword. Didn't yeah. the mountain cut the horse's head off? Yeah. So wouldn't Kyle be, like, extra mad? Yeah. Like, more oh, incentive? Oh, I need to think oh, about that. that. Great strength. Mm-hmm. 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 Maybe, they'll, maybe that's whose head is on. Although, no, his head's burned. Although, to be fair, the Dothraki also ate horse, so... And probably kill their for sure too. Maybe. They probably do it honorably. Probably. Not yeah. just like, I lost a fight and it's your fault, horse. <laughs> I bet it's like when a horse yeah. dies of natural causes to like try to absorb its power by eating its meat. Mm-hmm. That's a like, out. Does that work? <laughs> <laughs> I thought more powerful. Definitely not. <laughs> 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 Maybe Every time I'd drive home, I'd see her in the field, like chasing down the horse. <laughs> <laughs> like, Get in the car! She has a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Got kicked again. <laughs> yeah. So for next week's movie, um, do you guys want something? <laughs> not gonna be practical magic. <laughs> do you guys want something uh, scary, scary, or funny, scary, or what are you mm. what are you in the mood for? Funny, scary. Funny, scary. Funny, scary sounds good. Okay. Or something so dark that I don't understand it, and Matt loves it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> something so really boring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where there's just a lot of like dull colors. <laughs> <laughs> Melancholia. There we go. <laughs> It's like, what movie would just make us all tear up? Mm. It's just a screen of white. Like, oh. I get it. (laughs) Virgin Suicides. Go watch Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. Yeah, He could have got his arm back. (laughs) There is a necromantic. About that lovely relationship with the corpse. Mm. Um, Are you talking about Suicide again? That was funny. That was good. Okay, that is the end of Meet Your Monsters for this week. Thanks to my friends for hanging out with me, and thanks to you at home for listening. If you're following along, next week's movie will be uh, to be determined, because it's not like you'll hear this in a week anyway, <laughs> so I'll come up with one. <laughs> oh, is that a slam on Matt? <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a roast. <laughs> no, I don't want to slam on Matt. <laughs> what are we... I don't want to fucking hear it. 560. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling it like it is, man. It wasn't directed at you. It was directed at the audience. Oh, yeah. You know what? I just forgot. I can just edit this out. Nothing you say matters. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it's supposed to be, it's just dead there. <laughs> it's just me talking. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye.